Okay, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Economic Leadership Class, the ELC. Good morning. It is another installment on your Saturday morning, of course. Let me just see your greetings this morning all across the nation and all across the globe. All of our friends, our family, everybody involved in this nation and all those uh, involved in the nation outside, from the outside of the nation. Let me just see all your greetings, all the houses, all the leaders, all the societies. I know you've been waiting for this moment. It is Saturday, uh, one of your most favorite days in the week. Not just because, of course, it's uh, a weekend, but also because you get the opportunity to just listen to the word, um, which is a uh, a summarized word from throughout the week, all of your favorite pastors preaching and sharing the word um, according to this nation from Monday all the way down to Friday. Uh, they lead prosperity all the way to the Connect family, to the COD Wealth family and the Power Base Institute and many others who, of course, give you that timetable of the word across this nation. Let me see your greetings as is customary, guys, and I will kick off very shortly have you enjoyed the program so far? Have you enjoyed the program so far? So, uh, is the studio live with me today? I've got a live studio here. Um, not the full studio, but uh, just a few of your most favorite leaders in this nation are joined with me this morning. But you know how it is. It is the ELC, so you can listen to this however it is you choose to listen to. In your room, in your bed, with your soldiers, over a brunch, over a breakfast. Or you can choose to be more studious and listen to this on a table, on a desk, with a pen and pad. However it is, it suits you to take in the word this morning across to this afternoon. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. So let me just greet the Connect family. That's the Connect HQ, Connect family, Pastor Shadia, Pastor Ebo, all the team at the Connect family. A good morning to you from the ELC uh, a special good morning to the Power Base Institute and all the good work happening at the Power Base Institute. I was sharing, had the opportunity to share some time speaking with Pastor Dami last night because of the men's night. Uh, and he was telling me all the great things that are happening at the Power Base Institute. <laughs> I see you, Armstrong Nation. Good morning. Uh, of course, that's Pastor Dami at the Power Base Institute. It's Pastor Dami and Pastor Tolu Balogun and all the team there, Pastor Victoria Debel, Pastor Shad, and everyone there, Pastor Ashley Straker, all the team at the Power Base Institute. Good morning to you. Of course, I would not stumble on my greetings because my trusted assistant is here, Pastor Eben, live in the studio. That's House of Wellness, Pastor Eben live in the studio this afternoon or this morning. Of course, a greetings to the pastor, the leader with the coolest name in the nation. That's Pastor Ndidi Gordon. And of course, the Life family. Good morning to the Life family this Saturday. It's a pleasure to have you on the scope. It's a pleasure to have you on. A big good morning to the elite prosperity, the elitists, the elite prosperity family. Of course, I see you, Pastor Crystal. I see Pastor, uh, Pastor Nikki and Pastor David and all the team at the Elite Prosperity. Pastor Chris, the leader of Sense by CM and everybody at, this, at the Elite Prosperity. Good morning to you. Welcome to today's installment of the ELC. 
Armstrong says, house of let us spend it. Your, your house just keeps on evolving, bro. I love it. He said, house of let us spend it. And indeed, we will spend it. But let's make it also, and then we spend it. <laughs> Big up to you, bro. I am looking forward to your, um, your performance, your, your boxing performance in July. And I'm hoping it will not be the repeat of what um, Prince gave us. I think you do much better, but I'm also um, rating Prince. I think he'll come back strong. Um, let's see how that goes. Okay, so where am I? I see you, Pastor Trendy. Pastor Trendy, I see you. Um, where am I? Wealth Family, COD Wealth Family. Good morning to you. Of course, that is the famous, the man with the greatest smile in this nation. The man who gets likes easily just by the showing of his teeth on Instagram. And, and I can't compete with him, uh, his influence on the gram. That's um, Pastor Onyeka and Pastor Ashley, of course, the COD Wealth family. And within the COD Wealth family, of course, you have people like Pastor Enrique, um, who we fondly call, the brothers, we fondly call him Rifle Ricks. Of course, Rifle Ricks, big up to you, bro. House of Exchange. Rifle Ricks, I don't call him Rifle Ricks now. Pastor Enrique and the rest of his family are also expecting a beautiful surprise um, pending. So watch the space. We're looking out for a great news from Pastor Enrique and the rest of his family, um, his rest of his house uh, in the coming days. Okay, where am I? That's COD Wealth Family. And I believe I head over to the banking family. Banking family, Pastor Abba, my long lost Abba. Long lost love, Abba. How are you, Mark? Good morning. It's a great and pleasure to have you on the scope this morning. Um, that's the banking family, of course. The, you also know them as the 20, banking 25 under 25. That's a, that's a strong movement within this nation, a strong movement within the nation family and the Connect family. That's Pastor Abba. Um, of course, joined with me in the studio is the Limitless uh, head of family, Pastor Alex, and of course the Life Givers Authority leader, Pastor Stephen. I have Pastor Eben here of House of Wellness. And I also want to send out greetings to House of Medics, Pastor Dr. Emma, and the rest of the family at the House of Medics. Where am I? Of course, the Inspire family, the Inspired family, and the Inspiring family. A massive good morning to you guys and the entire Latino community that stays connected and supported to the Inspire family. Um, that's Pastor Kevin and Pastor Lady Joe London, who's doing an awesome, great work in the beauty industry. And all the team there, of course, behind the camera with me here today is, is um, Minister Jerusha, who, of course, is also part of the Inspire family. So a big up to the Inspire family this morning. Um, Okay, so now I'm going to my, my other greetings. A big greeting to the HQ. That is Pastor Lucy, Pastor Debbie, all the team, the service girls, or the service team of the HQ, Pastor Nyasha, everybody. Their work is not easy. Their work is difficult. Their work is challenging. But they continue to inspire us with their poise and with their class and with their attention to details. And where would we be with all the great people who have passed through the HQ and been hosted by the excellence of the HQ's team. 
So a big up to the whole team, of course, that's Pastor Lucy and all the team there. Eben is here, of course, as a representative also of the HQ. Also want to extend greetings to Senior Pastor, Pastor Sam, and all the capitals, the, the, the elusive, the illustrious, and the famous capitals of the nation family. So a big good morning to you guys. And of course, last but certainly, most certainly not the least, it is to my father, my leader, my mentor, and however it is you, you know him or you refer to him, but that is Pastor Tobia de Boyega, the global, uh, the global pastor, the global leader of this nation family. So there we go with all of our protocols all adhered to, and we're ready to rumble. Have you enjoyed the program so far this morning? Hasn't it been awesome? Please just give a round of applause to uh, Minister Jerusha. Um, who else again? Jerusha, who else? That did the set design for the performers. Zoe and Andre. And Andre, Jerusha, Zoe, Andre, if you were able to listen to that um, amazing track from the Hope Dealers. That was just crazy, man. That's like, that track there is like a word charge. That was mad. That's probably the coldest thing I've heard till date. Please, guys, I need that song ASAPish. That is mad. Have you, okay, is that the video that you're going to do today? Ah, hey, I'm starting to think maybe to cancel tonight and just make you lot do that video, you know. Yeah, I think I can, I might let you guys just go do your video. That song was cold. I love the way you guys were coming in. So just when CEO was giving you some madness stuff, you're thinking, nah, these are mad words, man. Because CEO has got crazy lyrics. It's some cigar music. It's like some rooftop down, like Pastor Zahir said. That was crazy. And then, of course, Pat comes in, then Stephen comes in. Nah. I love it. I needed them to perform it again. But of course, CEO has other engagements which um, we have to respect. Um, but I, that song there, that's a summer banger. That's a summer banger, 100%. There's, there's no mistaking it. I know a banger when I hear it. Not that I'm a big boy producer or anything, but, <laughs> but I, my spirit knows a banger when it hears it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, so of course, we had that moment there. And um, were you able to just follow that infographic that came on after them the infographic that came on after them but before i head over to the infographic because i can see her logged in pastor karima's birthday i believe is today so a big happy birthday to you pastor karima goldman of course most dearly loved karima we love you so much and um, just wishing you a happy birthday from your leader this morning and, and the entire Pulse and, of course, the entire nation, I'm sure. Everyone in this nation knows um, Pastor Karima. Um, her evolution has been in front of us and we've seen you grow into a strong leader over time. I remember her coming to me at Gold House One. James, why are you laughing already? You think I'm going to say something bad? No, I'm good. I'm going to pick her up. Creams. She's, in, she's endured you all. You guys all have funny names for her and stuff and things. But, um, but she's a twin. 
twig and things like that. But she's enjoy, she's grown. Karima too. See, all her. This is how you know, Pastor Karima, that you're so much loved in this nation. Everyone has their name to um, associate with you. You're just an amazing soul. Um, if you know Karima, of course, personally, then you know that she's a rider. She loves to um, ride out. She's very loyal. So um, the Connect family, of course, know the same thing. Pastor Shadia knows knows that. Pastor Karima is an awesome person. Good morning and happy birthday to you. Creams. I'm just seeing creams. Okay, I don't... This toothpick one... <laughs> I'll go with Creams. I think Creams sounds nice. KSG the dancer. Who's is that Karima? The dancer? <laughs> okay. So there's a side of Karima that I don't know then that Pastor Lydia knows. God knows how you guys stumbled into that knowledge. Uh, <laughs> so Karima the dancer. We one day we we too will know her in that revelation. Um Pastor Lydia, that she's Karima the dancer. <laughs> so good morning good morning everybody of course um, it is our usual custom Shemima Big <laughs> uh, Karima you all just got a lot of fans you got a lot of friends you were 100% one of the popular kids in school weren't you there's no way you weren't popular kid in school that you're popular like this Shemima Begum do you know yeah this name Shemima Begum thing like Stephen was break. Have you seen someone crying uncontrollably with laughter? He was destroyed. Like we have our Goldman chat. And for some reason, I don't know the link of this name, but this name finishes him all the time. Maybe one day we'll know the link of this name, Shimhima. Okay, other people are laughing, so you guys must know what this is. I have no idea. I'm lost. Oh, my. That's a terrorist, though. I, I, Oh my days. I love you, Karima. Okay, of course, another way you should know Pastor Karima, because this is the ELC, is she is our presidential candidate for Sierra Leone. And when the time comes, of course, PT will do the honors to release you into the nation to, to do your thing. So what you're doing now is you're evolving and you're preparing yourself for a greater work, which I believe you'll be extremely successful at. Okay, so now you know we have our question session, so we'll just do our question. So we have two sessions to just do here before we get into the word. You remember that we always ask our icebreaker question before we kick off the ELC. And then after our icebreaker session, we have shadow of leadership. But let's kick off first with the icebreaker question um, this afternoon or this morning. The title is Culture Gods. Culture Gods, you can note that down on your notepad. Culture Gods, just underline that um, wherever you're taking notes. So I wanted to ask a question to you. So listen up, listen to me now. Listen to me. The question is, Influencers have followers, right? Musicians or, or world leaders, business leaders, economic global leaders, footballers, sports people. They have followers. These are influencers. These are culture-setting people. 
can you give me, in your opinion, the craziest set of followers of an influencer? For example, I heard Beyonce's followers are the worst, like they are crazy and they're called Beehive. So if you know the name of the follower, just put the name and say these are the people. Da, da, da. So my first one is Beehive. I heard that they're crazy. Um, don't mess with them if you, if you believers. Okay, who is that? What's believers? Can you put the name of the influencer next to it? Because I won't know anything. Believers, Justin Bieber. Okay. Interesting, really. Yeah, he looks like he's going to have a mad set of people, though. Yeah, he looks like that. Bob's. Who is Bob's? Huh? Nicki Minaj's people are called Bob's, is it? Bobbies. They'll be mad, though. No, I will not play with those ones. They'll be mad. Beehive. Nicki Minaj, Bob's. Okay, so it seems to just be these two people. Beehive, Bob's. Bob's are mad. Yeah, they, I'm, I think by the sound of their name, I don't think that they'll be very cool people. Um, Justin Bieber's people slit their wrist on his name. Wow. That's extreme. Seriously. What he tells, he doesn't tell them to slit their wrist. They'll just be doing it for his name. That's sacrifice. Wow. No, that's next level. Selena, Selena Gomez has crazy followers. Malians. <laughs> Definitely Malians are mad. Don't even play with those ones. Malians, 100%. Um, Beehive. Beehive has fell off, really. It's now Selena Gomez and Nicki Minaj. Beehive, listen, the story I heard of Beehive is mad. Do you guys remember Kerry Hilson? Kerry Hilson was a very good singer. Mad voice very pretty lady, very good singer. And I remember asking one day, ah, there used to be a singer, guys, called Kerry Hilson. Where is she? And then I, I think it was Daniela that laughed and said, <laughs> so she went against the beehive. I was like, who the hell is the beehive? What do you mean by she went against the beehive? the FC, is that actually the name? That's insane. Steven said PT. <laughs> what, as a nation family people? <laughs> nation people are tapped, isn't it? Yeah, we're tapped for real. You come off the PT, you start cutting you out of things, man. <laughs> hey, don't, hey, don't chat to him, man. He's not with us. <laughs> Central Sea fans, wild. Yeah, so, so Gary Hilson now. So I think she made a mistake and she said something against Beyonce. And then these women said, eh, really? Beehive ladies. The day her album came out, they warned her, listen, if you keep on talking, your album won't sell one pound if you keep on chatting. And I think she thought, like, play, like, play. She released her album, Crash. Single after single, Crash. Like, producers are saying, we, listen, we can't work with you. Producers. Because of someone else's following. <laughs> that's why she has no coach um, sorry that's why she has no um, career today now imagine years later because I had to go and do my research like, ah, what happened years later she sent an apology she did a public apology to Beyonce but my thing is why did you wait for years later your whole career is done now why didn't you just apologize because she was probably trying to be stronger and say ah, 
followers can't just kill someone off like that. So, listen, culture followers are mad. Followers are crazy. Beehives ain't dead. You see, one of them has come now. Beehives ain't dead. Their leader is baking. That you're a beehive. Don't hide. Sephora Bola, you've revealed yourself. You know when you know when someone hears someone bad mouthing their leader, but they're trying to act like they're not under the leader, then they say, hey, listen, them men are still on it, you know. They might not be on it. We don't know. <laughs> they truncated Kerry. They did. <laughs> no, I'm a Goldman. I believe you fully. Queen B. So I, I've, I've been following these guys and I'm uh, Ronaldo's followers, uh, Andrew Tate fans. Andrew Tate fans are mad. I, I recently stumbled a, a, across Andrew Tate um, and he has a crazy set of people. Um, the Latino artists, 100%. Pastor Trendy, 100%. And not just the Latino artists, the, the cowboy, the um, country music. Listen, do not do it. Don't do it. Those guys have shotguns loaded for fun. Do not do it. Bad Bunny fans. Who's bad? I don't know who Bad Bunny is. Pastor um, uh, TBS. Pastor TBS. He's Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's fans. So what? Where's um, Ashake's fans in that? Oh, like, what are you saying? After after all that, I'm a piano. You're too tired to even beef no one. Just just go home and eat and. <laughs> Who's Bad Bunny though? Help me, Trendy. You're all saying Bad Bunny, but who is that? Is that the name of the person? Oh, the artist is actually called Bad Bunny. Oh. Damn. Jason said Messi fans. It's true. Messi fans, they will argue Messi to the end of the world. Those guys are arguing people. They're arguing to the end of the world. So anyway, thank you for that. Um, that's our. Let's just um, move on from there. Good icebreaker session. So you you get an idea of where I'm going in the word. So I needed you to just understand that we have influencers and we have um, their following, which come with a lot of different personalities. <laughs> he said, James says Arsenal fans. <laughs> Um, Pastor Wesley's here. I don't know if if you go home fine. <laughs> um, Musciples, what is going on now? Pastor James himself has. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the hell, man? Come on, what is going on? Musciples. Imagine James becomes famous and then actually gets a following. No, imagine, no, this is actually something we need to discuss because if it happens now, you guys will say, I didn't warn you. If, imagine James becomes famous like in years to come, you know those is barbershop dancing videos. Yeah. Those is, uh-huh. So imagine, <laughs> imagine in the future it becomes a trend. You know, like you didn't, you didn't want, you didn't think anything would happen, but in the future, it actually becomes a trend. All that his stuff, and then he gains like twenty million followers from it. He's gonna come for everyone. He's gonna put. I'm gonna be at the top of his target list. Pack, you'll be in the target list. 
there's bad people you're going to come for, isn't it? <laughs> he shakes his head, no, it's not true. You come for us. You send your disciples to truncate us somehow. Yeah, <laughs> he be there. He was ahead of my piano. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> that'd be jokes, though. But you know why I like you. know why I like evolution, though. Look at Pastor James now, though. It's so mad. Life is crazy. I'm looking at James now, and I'm like, is this James? Listen, guys. If you know Pastor James, not Pastor James Protocol, Pastor James Second Gen um, Musa. Okay, Musa, James Musa. Pastor James Musa has a a top job in cybersecurity. Like he's he's pushing to get into the over 50k bracket. Like he's not a small boy in the career world. Like <laughs> I never for someone anyway i know that it can happen but i didn't think james will switch up that quickly huh james in the bromley office you know james guys but listen words word can do anything like there's a way you can just evolve over time and you just prove people that know this guy has been hearing something for some time now though James is not a joke. He's not a joke. And I think he's trying to interview now for some 70K year jobs and things like that. He's not, it's not the James that we used to know. It's not the James we used to know. It's like Nana. Nana now. Hmm. I remember coming downstairs and seeing, um, you know, dried saliva and stuff. It's just, Nana just looks like, and you just want to say, hello, sir. Do you believe in yourself? Do you? Do you think you'll be anything in this world? Um, clean up or fix yourself. Have you seen Nana? I came to service last week and Nana had his hat backwards and some mad trendy fit. And I'm thinking, ah, wow. Huh. And he's top. He's like making like 5K a month now doing cybersecurity. Top guy. The word, culture. You hear something so much over time that it changes you. Some of you who don't know Nana, maybe Bronny's locked down, so, but just tell him it's your leader talking about you, don't worry. Nana, before I gave Nana a target to just stock the house with plantain. Plantain is one pound from Peckham for six. One pound for six or something. They used to do those things, innit? But as the economy is dropping, <laughs> the amount you get is different now, innit? And I'm like, Nana, why can't you just stock this one pound product? Why are you struggling? Nana makes 5K a month now. Progressed. Grown. The word. Leadership. Listening. But even before that, Nana comes to my mom's house when P.O. Min-O sleep, sleeps on his mom's couch. Nana comes to my mom's house, not by me telling him. I just woke up to find this guy always coming to my house Tuesday mornings and what days did you used to come? Like Tuesday and Friday or something like that. And he cleans the whole house. I'm not kidding you. Like I don't, I've not told him to do it. You know me or anyway, I don't have protocol. I'm, no one is attached to me. <laughs> no, Kelly, we won't go into that. It's ELC. <laughs> it's ELC. Leave that one. 
Nana would turn up at my mom's house, clean the entire house from living room, kitchen, do the dishes, clean down the living room, go upstairs, hoover the whole house, do the bedrooms, and then just go home. And I swear, my mom found this thing the most baffling because it's like, she says to me, did you tell him to become, I said, I don't even tell him to come, but leave him. It's, I said to her, it satisfies him somehow. Just let him do his thing. But he's just, he's following. He's heard a word. He's heard something. He believes somehow this thing's going to get me somewhere. And he's just following. So when I see Nana now, it's not like it's just now I've seen him. We've been in this, we've been in the trenches for a while. <laughs> for a while. He's seen me like on the, my bed on the couch, my duvet, he's seen how I fold it. He's, he's had to fold it and take it upstairs. He, he understands. It's different. You know, when Peter was saying those things about loyalty, it's, it's, you can't, it's hard to preach the loyalty thing, but when you see it in action, it looks to a fault. It looks like, be careful. But it's actually the thing that's going to help you and raise you. And I can say that for many of you guys who have followed me for a while and for a time from Pastor Ray to Pastor Alex to Pastor Stephen and many of you guys, we all have stories that, um, that endear us to one another. Min O raised Nana, not P.O. <laughs> That's the point. It's still the same person. You guys have made Min O like a, there's a culture of his own. It's like a, another human, but it's still me, I think. <laughs> So that was just an icebreaker for us to get into the word. But let's move into shadow of leadership. And of course, you know, with shadow of leadership, it is a session where you hear the vague facts of a leader. The vague facts about a leader. And can you tell me who this leader is? I will leave it for you till the end of the session for you to tell me but are you ready for shadow of leadership guys okay here we go so here is the leader my ambition for power started after i was released from prison my ambition for power started when i was released from prison I won the Nobel Peace Prize and I also won Time Magazine's Man of the Year. I am a vegetarian. I have never won an election. I love to watch Disney movies. But I was the main reason for the start of World War II. That's your leader, guys. Let me see. What are your thoughts? Shadow of leadership. Let me just read it to you again, maybe. Huh? If you're logged in, you can see the, the, um, the facts um, under the screen. I won a Nobel Peace Prize. You can use Google and you can use ChatGPT. <laughs> I won a Nobel Peace Prize and I also won Time Magazine's Man of the Year. I am a vegetarian. I've never won an election. My ambition for power started after I was released from prison. But I am the main reason 
for the start of World War II. Yes, it's a tough one, Dr. Emma, because this black and this man here, Thomas, says to me that he knows Mahatma Gandhi personally on a personal level. And I'm like, hello, you didn't use Google. He said, no, like me and Gandhi, we, we're cool. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, I can see some, some of you guys streaming in with your questions. You can use Google and chat GPT, but I'll take your answer after the session. I'll take it after the session. I can see some of your, your guesses streaming through. But hold on to your guess. And let's talk about culture, guys. Culture is powerful, okay? Let's talk about culture. Give me the definition of culture. Culture definition. The set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterizes an institution or organization. Okay, there's a set of shared values, uh-huh. Goals and practices. Yes. That characterizes an institution or organization. So shared goals and, and actions. Did you say actions? Practices. And practices that characterizes institutions or organizations. But we can also say that culture can be defined as the ways of life of a people in a particular society. The ways, their behaviors. Behavior pattern of a set of people can be called their culture. Mannerisms. Mannerisms can become part of a culture. There are some mannerisms we found in Africa. Mannerisms like don't shake your elder with your left hand. Anyone know that one? I can, you can give me the screen. Anyone know don't shake your elder with your left hand? Jerusha, you know that one. You have to use your right hand. But what if I'm left-handed? They never thought of that. <laughs> they never thought of that. They never thought that you have two hands. But anyway, don't shake your elder with your left hand. Only shake with your right hand. There are many things in culture that, that can make up culture, um, behaviors and mannerisms that can make up culture. Somewhere in Eastern Europe, they do not kill spiders. Note that down. Somewhere in Eastern Europe, they don't kill spiders. So, the pastor Emma of this world, that's my pastor Emma, that she's, spider have a, her in a Bible, that she's their greatest terminator. You know, the way we know Satan, they have pastor Emma there as the greatest destroyer of spiders. <laughs> and maybe you know someone also who is a crazy killer of spiders. But in Eastern European culture, somewhere in Romania, in Bulgaria, spiders are good luck. They're a sign of wealth. They're a sign of wealth. They don't kill them because they believe when you see spiders or a spider nest, it means that um, there's a moment coming where you will keep wealth. So they don't kill spiders. Cultures. Cultures. Mannerisms that make up a set of people. Oh, come on, Armstrong. You killed one last night, it was satisfying. But imagine, in another culture, if you killed one, it's bad luck. In the United Kingdom, if you antagonize or if you kill a swan, you go to jail. 
it's a royal creature. It's culture. You go to jail if you kill a swan. I think if you put a swan in the middle of your village in whatever country, I think people will just try and hunt it and say, this is duck meat. But here, be put in jail. Culture comes with many mannerisms, behaviors, but it's for a set of people. Some people's cultures are tied to their religion. Some people don't eat in their dream. They say, don't eat in your dream. Don't eat in your sleep. It's bad luck. But if I'm hungry and I sleep and I see a cake in my dream, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> it's not going to do you anything. In another culture, that's a religious culture now, I'll just explain to you. Like Charlie is saying, in another culture, cats are bad luck. So, cultures come with mannerisms, behaviors, beliefs that propel and push that society, those set of people. So that's why PT said culture is so powerful. It's used to unite a set of people. You can be put in a bracket as a set of people because of your culture, cultural beliefs. But because culture is so powerful, it's very, very, very important for you to note that the moment you start mixing cultures, you become confused, not just as a person, but also your actions. Imagine if culture propels your behavior. If culture propels your behavior and you're behaving in a British way because you're, you adhere to British culture, then what do we call someone who wants to adhere to British culture but also behaves Nigerian? Doesn't it mean that his actions will be somewhat confusing? He won't be able to get certain type of results within the United Kingdom because he's mixing the cultural beliefs, he's mixing the understandings and the mannerisms, and sometimes he feels it's fine to do this, but it's being pushed by his African culture or his Ghanaian culture, but he doesn't seem to come to understand that you're in the UK culturally it is wrong for you to do that so bigger than the word no sorry bigger than the bible the word is culture bigger than the bible the word is culture bigger than than scripts bigger than books the word is culture the first thing god gave man was a culture a set of beliefs are you following me a set of beliefs that man can adhere to. Do you not remember that God did not once give the lions a set of beliefs? The only person that God said, be fruitful, was to man. So you want to note down the five cultural, uh, your, your cult, culture, you want to note down these five points as part of your culture. Be fruitful. Do you remember your culture? Multiply. Multiplication is a part of your culture. You believe in multiplication. 
You believe in being fruitful. Being fruitful is not just the act of uh, making money. It's that everything that you do, you produce. It's, it's called being productive. So if Jerusha is sent on an assignment on behalf of Pastor Kevin, she has to produce a result. That's called being fruitful. If I say to Tamara, go and set up the art society, go and work the art society with Pastor Shemaiah, if she doesn't do so, she's not being fruitful. You're fruitful when you produce a result. Usually the production of a result comes from instruction. So once you want to be productive, go and ask yourself, what instructions am I following that I'm producing or I'm not producing. You don't motivate yourself to be productive. You check your instructions. The same way your phone gives you updates to let you know that if you download this update, I'll be able to do this, this, and this. You can't believe. You can't engage. You can't, um, you can't motivate your phone to do certain actions is just by the clicking of a button of an update. The same way with productivity is instructional based. Being fruitful is instructional based. So you want to write down in your notes that if I've not been fruitful, go and check where your leaders gave you instruction. That's where you can be fruitful. It is a culture in this house to be fruitful. James has to go back to check all the instructions that a PO, a MinO, a PK has ever given him. And if he has followed those instructions, he has been productive. He has been productive. What about the other instructions that make a part of our culture? I'm not seeing your comments, guys. Multiply. To, the, to have the ability to multiply. Multiplication is part of our culture. Here at the nation family, here in SPAC nation, in your houses, multiplication is a culture. We frown on people who can't multiply because it's part of our culture. We detect nationals by their ability to multiply. We detect former um, um, fellow Pulse members. We detect fellow Connect members. We detect fellow Love House members by their ability to multiply. You also have replenish the earth. It is a part of your culture that whatever you find finished, you must replenish. The, the word replenish means when you find something lacking, you give there. You reinstate. The ability to reinstate is to replenish. When you see someone down, the ability to reinstate them, the ability to raise your brother, the ability to raise your sister, the ability to raise a business is the, is the act of reinstating. It is called replenishing. It is not just in an agricultural term. God is not just speaking about a farm or a garden. Sometimes when you hear these cultures, 
you think about a farm or a garden because your mind is naturally in the garden of Eden. But these are instructions God gives you for you to be effective. Have you replenished anything this week? Because it's by your act of replenishing that we know that you're a national. It is part of our culture. We don't see zero and ignore it. We don't see minus 10 and ignore it. When we see zero, we replenish it. When we see struggle, we replenish there. We raise there. We do not ignore. When we see um, lack, when we see lack, we replenish. Are you with me? Another part of our culture is the nature of subduing. It says subdued the earth. If I said to Pastor Alex that part of our culture, Alex, is we are subduing people. The word subdue is to overlay, to override. So if you're engaging with somebody, if you're working with someone, and you guys meet a challenge, an opposition, a competitor in your business. Were you able to subdue your competitor over the years? It is in your culture to naturally want to subdue. Don't allow the bloodthirst of wanting to subdue make you feel like you're not a good person. To be humble does not mean that you shy away from subduing people or subduing businesses. Just because you sit back and watch does not mean you're being humble. No, that's not being humble. Our culture is to subdue. So, Brony Live, you're listening to me. You're in, in our culture, Brony, you have to go to the studio and you have to subdue, meaning you have to perform better than whatever featuring artist is working with you. You have to always be better. In fact, I have to tell you that you have to be better to the place where you discourage. Isn't that just quite crazy? You know you're not allowed as a national, you're not allowed to produce results that make people feel like they can do better. The act of subduing is producing results that discourages your opposition to even try. You came with a kind of heat. You came with a kind of maturity. You came with a kind of intelligence. You came with a kind of wisdom that just subdued your opposition and they thought, Listen, it's either I work with you or I, or I go out of here. It is your culture. It's how we detect one another. How do I know that Trendy is my sister? How do I know that Pastor Sam is my brother? How do I know that Pastor Dami is my brother? It's by the culture they exude in their place of, of, of engagement. Do they subdue? Do they replenish? Do they multiply? What else is in our culture? We've done subdue, multiply. We've done be fruitful, replenish the earth. Have dominion. Culture, this is your culture. 
it is not the culture of every Sunday you have to have your Sunday rice. <laughs> if you're Nigerian or maybe, I don't know if they do that in Ghana as well, but on Sunday you have to eat white rice and stew. That's a culture. Like if you eat spaghetti on a Sunday, it's mad. It's like, yo, yo, this family's gone left. <laughs> That's the culture, I don't know. Maybe in Ghana is jollof rice with a boiled egg or something. You guys love your boiled eggs. Have dominion, Remy, I see you. This is a culture. What is it to have dominion? Now, don't confuse your dominion culture with your subduing culture because you can easily confuse the two. Your subduing culture is like no retreat, no surrender, take no prisoners. That's called subdue. Let me paint a picture of subdue for you. If you watch UFC, if you watch martial arts, when someone has someone in a chokehold, when someone has someone in an armbar, when someone has someone in a triangle, uh, if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. They, you've, you've, you've done certain moves that Im demobilizes, immobilizes a person. They can't move. Ah, oh, just give them a chance. No. In your culture, you're not allowed to give them a chance. <laughs> That's subdued. Are you with me? You have to be with me. We need to go over our culture so that we can be ourselves freely after this Saturday and into the next week so that you can be yourself. You see that nature part of you that just wants to be the best and, and shatter everything and take... It's fine. It's normal. It's your culture. It's what the Word is giving you. The Word is a culture. It's giving you a culture that it gave Adam. He did not give Adam Ephesians chapter 5. Are you with me, guys? He did not give Adam Revelations chapter 10. What about Proverbs? This amazing book of Proverbs that has all these wise words. Did he give Adam Proverbs? No. He gave Adam five instructions of culture that wherever you are, Adam, make sure you subdue. No matter what, Adam, make sure you multiply and if last, 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 make sure you're replenishing. He gave him culture, ways to behave. These cultures helped the animals to respect him. He's not looking at a lion like he can deal with him. He's looking at the lion like, you work for me. Break, cut. I'm very sorry about that. That is, um, you know, the hay fever is really fighting with me, but I'm fighting back, you know. I won't, I won't give up the good fight. <laughs> I'm gonna fight with all my strength, but um, it's ELC, so I can't be just blowing my nose anyhow, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, speaking on that hay fever stuff, I take the the strongest um, dosage for that thing. I take the strongest dosage. Pastor Wesley has hay fever, but it's like this year nothing is happening to him. So I say to Wesley, guy. How far? How, has there been a miracle, a cure? What happened? Did the Lord touch you? Speak to me. Tell me how you managed to stumble on this cure. He said, sir. You know that's how Wesley talks. He goes, sir. I took an injection. I said, eh? Injection for hay fever. He said, yes, sir. 
Then I called Dr. Emma, because now I'm curious. No, in fact, I speak to PK. And then PK tells me, so what? You don't know about the injection? I'm thinking, what? How, what is going on? How can PK know about some kind of drug before me? What's happening? I said, PK, really? He said, what? That injection is mad. In fact, it's Lady Joe's dad that gives it to me. I said, but he's not a pharmacist, though. <laughs> so what's going on here? He's not a pharmacist. He said, yeah, you don't need a pharmacist. It's just a quick jab. Mm, you're good. I said, eh, what are these boys doing to themselves? So I asked Dr. Emma, is there a hay fever injection? She said, no. I said, what have these boys been taking? <laughs> there is? You see what I'm saying? It's, it's illegal drug. Anyway, I'm playing. But it turns out to be that what they've been taking is a steroid. Is a steroid that helps with the hay fever. I'm, I'm just not bold enough to take anything that's not... Um, in the line of NHS for now. So leave me with my pills. What's the name of the pill again? Get me a sponsorship. So, what? Fexofenadine. Are you watching, guys? So Fexofenadine. ELC partnership with Fexofenadine. You guys should get me a sponsorship. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that little interlude. So as I was saying about culture, I believe I stopped on have dominion. Dominion and subduing are different. Dominion now. Listen to me. The dominion culture is to rule. It is at that point that someone respects that you son them. You're the boss. The dominion culture says to you, don't feel sorry for him. You are better. <laughs> I don't think you understand the word has been telling us things for a long time and we've been using culture today to ignore these things thinking that it makes you better to see yourself as inferior. Dominion culture is an elitist culture. It tells you have no mercy. You're actually a better man, human person than these people. Rule them. Have dominion. Because Adam was the only man present amongst a bunch of animals. He was the one appointed. So God says to him, have dominion without any shyness. This is our culture, guys. This is the reason why if we meet Beehive, or if we meet Beyonce, we can't be all fanstruck, starstruck. If you're really of the word culture, you don't meet a fellow human being and start shaking. You don't behave like a fanboy when you see another human being because there's already this culture within you that makes you an elitist. But it's to the benefit of mankind and humanity that he made you an elitist, um, Thomas, because he trusts you because he's giving you the word. Culture gods. You're culture gods because you received cultures that put you at the top of the food chain. That there is no one of your evolution 
despite if they call themselves a human species, mentally, they've not evolved to your capacity. Your capacity is different because the word told you as Pastor Ray to replenish. So your behaviors are different from others. It puts you ahead of the food chain. Others would ignore zero. You won't ignore zero. Others would ignore lack and say, I'm fine. They're suffering. Leave them to their thing. You won't do that. You can't ignore lack. Why? Because you are given a culture to replenish the earth, not to replenish your house. Not to replenish the gold house. Not to replenish the, the, the house of policy. To, to replenish the earth. Young people who are so passionate about the word that the word begins to evolve them to be national leaders from enterprise to leadership to governance. It can only come from culture. It cannot come from John chapter 1. John chapter 1 are moments for you to remember the culture. These are, these are stories that are reference points to the culture. They are not the culture. The culture is the reason why you walk into a studio with your head held high in an elitist way. It doesn't matter how people take that. If you have the right heart, it won't be taken in the wrong way. But you must walk in that way because you sincerely are the solution to those you're walking into. Christ, Yehoshua was like this. This is why Yehoshua could not ignore the people despite wherever they thought, oh, you're just from a carpenter's house. He had the culture of world domination and world changing. The culture of replenishing. The culture of subduing. The culture to multiply. To add to your number. So I believe some of the societies are listening to me this morning or this afternoon. The law city culture, the house of medics culture, the social media culture, the PR culture. All the societies are cultures, but they're cultures under this word that we received to behave in a certain way. If you get a lawyer from Law City and compare them to a lawyer from that just passed the bar or whatever out there in, 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 on Chancery Lane, it's going to be different because of the word culture that these guys have received. Not the word culture of love your neighbor as yourself. You don't even need to recite that if you have the real culture. The real culture of multiply means that I'm looking at Thai and I'm intentional to make Thai like me. I need a rapper PO. So I focus on molding, multiplying. That's what Christ did with the 12. That's what Yahushua did with the 12. And so them too. That is how you should multiply. You don't multiply by giving birth naturally. Adam was not supposed to give birth naturally. Adam was just meant to multiply, meaning he was the same thing God did for him, he was meant to do. Make men out of mud and give them life. He was just supposed to be a multiplying machine. The 
act of multiplication does not mean that I've got a chiamara in the house. It's a form of multiplication, but multiplication means I'm focusing on Pastor Stephen, looking at his face until his eyes look like my eyes and his behaviors are like my behaviors. You can only get that, guys, through culture. Culture is what makes the beehive behave like Beyonce. Culture is the reason why believers behave like Bieber. When I was younger, I was hit by the culture of Michael Jackson. I used to do spins and moonwalks. You've been hit by the culture of many things as you grew up, but you have the opportunity this Saturday to reaffirm a higher culture that's given to you to subdue and to rule. Why don't we look into modern cultures today, guys? Before we go into modern cultures, you remember the infographic. You saw where China was in that table. Import and export, mainly exports of goods and services to the world. For those of you who are tuned into the ELC that your business owners, you cannot, simple economics, let me teach you. You cannot raise the level of your currency. You cannot make a strong currency, meaning your money, the way you spend. You can't build a strong currency if you don't have increased exports. Exports is how nations build their spending power. Do you know that because America was, you saw where America was so far up in that bar, at the start. Because America was so far up on that bar, they were exporting the most to the world. Not just in goods, not just in oranges, not just in cashew, not just in whatever grows around America. And America has gold as well. Not just in gold. They were exporting services. Services are your, your behavior. They were exporting Disney. They were exporting movies. They were exporting accountancy firms. The whole world accepted the exports from the United States. Do you know that's why America, at a stage in time, the whole world was using the United States dollar? Even up until now. Why? Because you're most more likely to be using something that is of standard of America, even today. As big as you think Europe is, in the way Europe behaves, even today, there are things that Europe does that is still just a shadow of what America left them. So the dollar was king for a long time. The oil market, who started the oil market? The United States of America. It doesn't matter if Saudi Arabia had oil. It doesn't matter if Nigeria had oil. It doesn't matter if Ghana had oil, Venezuela, Brazil. Who started the system, the structure of the oil market? United States. I used to work for an oil and gas hedge fund when I was about maybe the same age as you, James. Maybe, how old are you now? Are you 20, 20, 21? Okay, maybe younger than you then. I <laughs> just wanted to say that. It's cool, it's fine. I was at an oil and gas hedge fund at 20 years, 21 years old. But correct, I worked there till I was 24, 23. Then I met PT. 
know that the whole oil and gas market, this guy called Mark Rich, and not the Mark Rich of Nigeria, is another Mark that started Glencore, Glencore the company, Glencore, that actually kicked off the oil and gas market. Nations exported and built their culture and sold their culture to the rest of the world. What Adam was meant to do when God said, replenish the earth and take over the world, when God, Jesus said to his disciples, and be a witness to me to all the world, or be a witness of Yehoshua to all the world, he's talking about culture-wise. He's not, so when the church made it about John 3.16, he was not talking about John 3.16. He wants limitless culture to be a culture. How many people, till you die, will you make Thor L's up? It's up to you now. If you have a following, you can make that culture. How many young students, young geniuses, can we get through the Power Base Institute? That's a culture. USA was the biggest exporters of their world, of their lifestyle. Everybody wanted to be American. They called it Americanization. It's a modern day culture. The spread of American culture to the place where everybody wanted to be American. Till today, they're musicians, you want to be like them. We didn't wear skinny jeans till their rappers started wearing skinny jeans. Do you remember when rock stars used to wear skinny jeans? And people used to say, oh, that's a bit fruity. Then when rappers started wearing skinny jeans, everybody started wearing skinny jeans. It's culture. It's so powerful. You subdue the whole entire earth. You have them moving by your schedule. You have them moving by your curriculum. It's bigger than money. Today, Pharrell can make the entire young black boy race buy a certain t-shirt because he's Pharrell. The culture of hip-hop and rap precedes him. It's not money. And so these companies like Louis Vuitton, they're wise enough to get culture gods to sit on their companies to give out a whole curriculum to the world. You're watching catwalks. I'm seeing Dave on a catwalk. Dave. Dave, why are you walking on it? I don't understand. But anyway, that's another time for another story. I'm seeing Dave doing a catwalk. I'm seeing Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting at the side with huge hedge fund owners watching um, Pharrell's first catwalk with Louis Vuitton. A culture God has taken over his space. Now watch what people wear. It's not today. Kanye West was used on this angle as well. As a culture god, I think Gap and a few other companies that he worked with, and everyone was just wearing beige. <laughs> so I was saying to PT as a joke, when someone came to the HQ, the guy stood up, and he had to, we all had to introduce ourselves. And we introduced ourselves, and this guy introduced himself, and he said, I'm here, I'm here in the UK. And I looked at him, and I looked at how he was dressed, and I said, you can't be from the UK, bro. The color of this shirt and trouser you're wearing, I don't think we sell it here. Because <laughs> there's a standard. Like, do you understand that all retailers follow a standard? It doesn't matter if you're 
um, pretty little thing, or if you're Zara, if you're Dior, when it's a time for a certain standard of look, everyone follows that standard of look and those color scheme set by culture gods. They don't feel sorry for you. They don't say, ah, just let her have her free will and wear whatever she wants. I dare you. And see if you don't get laughed at. See if you don't get bullied. <laughs> not going to feel sorry for you. Americanization is a culture. America did not spread Christianity. They spread America. Do you understand that the, the Christianity America gave the, 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 the developing world, Africa, it's not the Christianity of Yehoshua. It was about America. How did we end up reading the Bible then wearing suit and tie? Where is the suit and tie in the scripture? Cultures are big. Cultures are word. I can give you another culture like secularism. Secularism is a culture. Secularism is the, is the separation of religion from government. It's a culture now. It's the culture we live in today. It's the reason why you go to the local chapel next to you and the pews are empty because we're in a secularist culture. They do not believe that your life or your government should be attached to religion. So the pews became empty when that wave of culture came. Do you understand about power of the wave of culture? When that wave of culture came, you cannot drag one young boy to a Catholic church. Excuse the pun. You can't get anyone into an Anglican church because secularism has taken over. And because of secularism, people just feel like, why should the church be involved in my decision to live with this lady? I don't want to be married. The church was pushing for marriage. But when secularism came, it, it diluted a lot of the things the church was trying to push. Culture is bigger than religion. It is bigger than money. Consumer culture is another modern day culture. Consumer culture. Make sure you write these things down. And that's the one I spoke to you about, which is the exporting of an experience. Do you know that there are companies like Costco, like um, Cadbury's, I don't know any other big companies you guys know, like L'Oreal, like LVMH. These are culture gods on consumerism. They don't believe in Islam. They don't believe in Christianity. They don't believe in an Americanization. They believe in consumerism. And they're, they're, they're occupied and engrossed in wanting to know what will Ray buy. What will Deborah buy. They spend hours and time of research just to find out what does Sam want to spend money on. What would Tamara spend $10,000 on? They research and then they come up with gold bottles. They come up with Nebuchadnezzar bottles. They come up with different levels of consumerism for different type of people. It's a culture. 
But remember, I told you what culture is about. What are they doing with these products and these services? They're subduing you. What are they doing with these products and services? They're, they're multiplying. They're appealing to the nature of people. And they spread. At a stage in time, you don't even know as the consumer when you started arguing for Cristal over Ace of Spades. Like it's not your dad's company. None of them are paying you. You don't even own shares, but consumer culture is so powerful. You ended up taking a side. You ended up wearing a t-shirt and backing a team. Consumer culture is built for that. The world has left Christianity in a very far away place. They've evolved way past this, guys. Please. Open your eyes and see that they've left religion long time ago. They're evolving into new spaces of culture that you're not even conceiving, you're not even aware of, but they're pushing it to you and you're buying it. You're a part of it. You're a part of it. Every single one of your influencers is a product, is an agent, an evangelist of a culture. The moment Tiger Woods began to mess up, Gillette dropped him. This one dropped him. Sky Sports was showing his, his, um, his um, adverts, etc., etc., etc. Because the one thing they're trying to do is, is they're just trying to push sales. And whoever is no longer a good salesman, that's where the world you live in today, the, the, the modern world today is consumerism. When someone can't push sales, you don't need them. I think Adidas made that mistake with, with Kanye West. And they thought, oh yeah, this guy's finished now. They didn't understand how much of a culture God he remained. So when they left him, they're, 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 whatever is still on the shelves, their Yeezys or whatever it's called, was still on the shelves. And this is the reason why God didn't give you Christianity because he knows that Christianity is a religion. Men will just get better than it. Why don't you hook, anchor yourself on where men are trying to get to? Forget about Islam. Forget about Sikhism. Forget about religion entirely. And why don't you hinge yourself on where men are trying to get to? They're just trying to be culture gods. That's what God made Adam. Adam is the best influence in the world. If you ever met Adam, you just be his follower straight away. And that's why when Yahushua came said that one greater is here, he did the same thing. Took the world. It's a nature, a culture. You would divide opinions and you would have people. It's just the innate behavior of you. What do you want to read for me? You look like you want to read something. Go for it. Subculture definition. Go for it. A group having social, economic, ethnic, or other traits distinctive enough to distinguish it from others within the same culture or society. 100%, thank you very much. Just keep, your, keep yourself on that because I'll ask you to read it again. The cultures of this house, as Pastor Toby said, as I begin to round up the word, souls, can I just see your comments on the cultures of this house if you remember from the word? The cultures of this house is souls, Love, seeding, governance, and family. So alongside your five, the, the five cultures that God gave Adam, 
These are the five cultures that PT gave us. In These are like your 10 major cultures, your 10 commandments. It's souls, love, seeding, governance, and family. Make sure you got that. So let me just see your comment. Make sure you write this down just so I make sure you're following along with me. I'm about to round up right now. But just to make sure you're following along with me, souls, love, seeding, governance, family. These are cultures. If you remain passionate about this culture of souls, you will do things for souls that are right to do. You will do things because of love that are right to do. Every action propelled by these cultures is correct. Are you with me? Every action that is propelled by governance is correct. Every action propelled by family, the, 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 the infatuation and love of family is correct. Every action. Judge the action by what, is, um, what fuels it. If it's fueled by this culture of governance, if it's fueled by the culture of family, check the words of people, check the words of leaders and, and see if there's family behind it, if there's seeding behind it, and you know you're in a good space. You know you're going to produce something mad. Have you ever done something for the love of your family? A love bigger than for your love of you? Just done a madness. You can't do a madness just by you loving yourself. You can only do a madness because you're infatuated and you're propelled by the love for family or souls. PT says, a thousand PTs on the 2nd of July and up until now, you're not sleeping, isn't it, James? You're not sleeping. You're, you want to come with your five. You must come with your five and, you, and you're saying that I was, I was propelled by that word. I was fueled by that word and that's the reason why you did the right thing. You brought people out of those five, maybe one, maybe two who hear the word and say, ah, this is what I needed to change my life. Read that Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 as I begin to round up. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life the breath of life uh-huh and the man became a living being so now you you got to understand this scripture in a new way the forming of the man was important but it was not the end he formed the man your forming is important but it's not the end your forming is important but it's not the end there still needs to be a breath of life. A life is culture, lifestyle. God needs to give a breath of life. So in this breath of life, God did not breathe inside him a spiritual. Like, oh, then a spirit entered him. <clears throat> what God breathed into him was culture. He said then he became a living being. He had a personality, a character. He had things he would do and things he would not do. All of a sudden, in the twinkling of an eye, the formed man had a way of behavior. So what was given him is not a spirit like that, like, you know, like a ghost or something. What was given him was a culture. That's the word. That's what was in the beginning. He started to behave a certain way. He likes to be with certain type of people. You ever ask yourself why Yehoshua doesn't get rid of sinners, why he likes to chill with them? <laughs> 
But everybody who was around him at the time, they don't like to chill with sinners. They, they want to look like they're with good people. So it can only be that there's a culture inside you that makes you have to chill with sinners to make them like you. It's called replenishing. Yehoshua is seeing people on zero and he can't just stand to see people on zero. He has to be with them. He has to add to them. He has to add a plus to them. He has to multiply them. He has to add a benefit to them. That's the reason why. It's a culture, the same culture that was in Adam. These are the cultures that will propel you into your Sunday, into the rest of this week. And I believe... I actually believe that if you're able to understand the word, the word culture, the culture of never give up. These are the cultures of pity. Never give up. Never surrender. Uncompromising. Non-conformists. You remember that and I was speaking to the heartbeat group about this. What other words does PT say that you know gingers you? Let me see those of you who are attentive to the word. Huh? Intentional. Um, what's that word? The genius one. In, what? Self-determined genius. Another one. <laughs> Self-determined genius is another of our culture. Conviction of steel. Yeah, Peter said the conviction of steel. Meaning you face every challenge head on. You're not afraid. Of certain challenges you're not afraid of things you've never tried before because you have the conviction of still conviction of still is something in your inner being that hits you and you're just very sure that this is how what we're going to do this is how we're going to make 1m this is how we're going to make 10m this is how we're going to make 100 million you have the conviction of conviction of still that you have you have the system to make multi-millions and set this nation on the next course that's the conviction of still calm defiance is another cultural word thank you pastor chips calm defiance meaning that in the face of the tornado in the midst of the storm you're not just sitting down like as anyone you're calm but inside you you're defiant this is the way forward this is what we're gonna do Aggressive patience. The undying spark nation. I remember that. The undying spark nation. It is annoyingly always coming to life. It is annoyingly never being squashed. No matter what heavily is put on it. No matter what is thrown on it. It is always there. This is our culture. You're never allowed to die out. That's the mark of a national. Who truly has the culture in them. Uh, non-conformist of course non-conformist I leave you with this word it's 12.30 and I think I've gone about 30 minutes beyond my time I think I did great to not be attacked by the hay fever that much but let me just see your, your, your comments right now on the cultures of the nation and what you've heard in this nation words that hits you beyond Matthew chapter 7. Words that hits you beyond Ecclesiastes chapter 2. I love Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 11. It is one of my most favorite scriptures, but I'm telling you, non-conformist, uncompromising non-conformist hits me more. 
a header in the morning and I can go for almost anything. It's Saturday. Don't want it to be too heavy, but just to prepare you for the rest of this week, as we get into another amazing service on Sunday, of course, Sunday is going to be so powerful. I'm sure you're ready for senior pastor, Pastor Sam, and all of his team in the creativity of what we need to display to the wor world on Sunday. We're so ready for it. The undying SPAC nation, uncompromising non-conformists, people with conviction of steel, trailblazers, self-determined geniuses ready for the world to be exported. This culture that you're all writing needs to be exported. These goods need to be exported to the world. Can you take it to Sierra Leone? Can you take it to Ghana? Can you take it to Nigeria? Can you take it to Indonesia? Can you get it in Brazil? Can you get it in the USA, the Czech Republic, Cameroon? To export this culture and create and multiply a whole gene of people, a whole type of human race who just look like you. Shadow of leadership. Let's go back to that devil. Shadow of leadership. Let's get the answers this afternoon as I round up 12.30. Boom. Now, you can put the facts back on the screen. I won a Nobel Peace Prize. Magazine, Time Magazine's Man of the Year. My ambition for power started after I was released from prison. I had a great love for Disney movies. I'm a vegetarian. I've never won an election, but I was the main reason behind the start of World War II. Tell me, guys, who is this leader? Let me see your comments on the screen. You can use Google. You can use ChatGPT. It's a difficult one. I'm going to keep on making them difficult so that it's obvious that you used ChatGPT and Google. Hitler? Question mark. Hitler won the Nobel Peace Prize? Sure. And Time Magazine, Hitler, Nobel Peace Prize, and Time Magazine. Adolf Hitler, you even put the first name, Adolf Hitler, like P.O., listen, man, Adolf Hitler. Won the Nobel Peace Prize? Is a vegetarian? I don't think Hitler can be a vegetarian. That guy must tear meat like mad. That kind of crazy, man, isn't it? <laughs> Hitler was watching uh, um, Ice Age. That's what you're trying to tell me? Hitler was watching... <laughs> how, can, how can Kelly say Tory Lanez? <laughs> Hitler was watching Ice Age, Little Mermaid. You actually believe Hitler, after assassinating bear Jews, he comes home and says, oh, let me just put this Netflix job. Huh? They were so stubborn today. Mm. Uh, where is um, um, Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> He said PK. <laughs> okay, so let me just give you the answer. You are correct. It is Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler is the answer. Um, very shocking in a shadow of leadership. Zoe Gandhi. You can't, every, every week can't be Gandhi, man. We can't do Gandhi every week, man. We can't do it. Winston Churchill. <laughs> we can't do Gandhi every week. You know, it's Thomas's boy. Thomas and Gandhi went to law school together. 
And he, what was the other thing that Gandhi did that Thomas was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, he married at 14. Yeah, you and him, do you have a 14-year-old planned as well for yourself? No? 15. Okay, 15. Oh, sorry, I'm playing. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you guys. He's calm. <laughs> it's, Thomas is just my poke friend. You sit here, but you sleep. You sit there, but you doze off. I like to see you, though. I like your face, but if you sit in front of me, you can't be dozing off, man. <laughs> like, what do you do? Are you, do you work with Obama in one of his campaigns? or Are you that busy? You can't be, you know. Is it not just cybersecurity you're doing? I don't know. Or pack, you're running this guy to the ground. Steven, Ray, you guys are running. You made him do a 12-mile run or something. Is <laughs> Thomas neighbor Big G. <laughs> oh my days. Thank you, Dr. Emma, for the skincare routine. You you have to be proud of me to know that I actually clocked that all this time. I was using an SPF cream. I just didn't know. They they put the SPF in that thing. Yeah. It's good, huh? Uh so I've been doing my SPF because Dr. Emma says, Sir, why are you not using SPF? I said, listen, I'm, I'm, I've got the melanin. The melanin is protecting me from all evils and all dangers. Uh, when Charlie and William are cowering away, running from the sun, I just stand in front and say, son, do your worst. But she said, no, sir, that is wrong. That is wrong. The sun will get you too and deal with you. Charlie has a cream that he's not used for two years. Like, I said to Charlie, can you get me cream? He brought, you know when someone brings Nivea? I'm not against Nivea or any, should I go for Nivea? And listen, bro, when you bring Nivea, I know you don't know nothing about your skin, bro. <laughs> hey, Wes, if you see the, if you see the containers, oh yeah. The way the container looks, I was like, Charlie, when last did you put your hand in this thing? When last Jesus said two years ago, I said, wow. Or your bone mind gets cracked skin as well. Please make sure you cream yourself to all of my white family that are tuned in, my Oibo family tuned in. Um, use cream. Your skin is just white that we can't see the crack, but it is there. If we look, we'll see it. I hate Nivea. Everyone hates Nivea. Like Dr. Emma said, don't use creams with fragrance. Anyone remember Razak? A Razak thing. Hey, I used to grease myself with that. <laughs> Razak was peak and it had the maddest smell. I can't believe I thought that smell was all right. Hey, Razak was dangerous. Anyone still using Razak? Seth. Seth might be using Razak on a slide. <laughs> Thomas uses Razak. He uses Vaseline. No, hey, hey. No wonder you've cooked. That's why you cooked, bro. Oh my days. Guys, oh my day. Thomas, you can't use Vaseline, bro. That's why you, this boy, hey. So Thomas might not even be this real skin color. He might actually be a lighty, you know. <laughs> Hey, do you, remember, do you remember school days, yeah? Do you remember school days? That, that kid that puts Vaseline bare, and then, but they don't get the side. So 
they get on the bus and their face is glowing. And then when they look to the right, you just see bed dry. I'm like, ah, ah, guy, is it your mom that wiped your face with this thing? Ah, ah. Okay, no. Okay, Thomas just said it's not Vaseline, it's Aboniki that he uses. He uses Abon- Aboniki. <laughs> Aboniki. <laughs> Aboniki is dangerous. He uses the one with the tiger in front. Use the tiger one, Thomas. Is the tiger one? The eagle one. The devil one. There's a devil one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I love you guys. Have an awesome Saturday. Do not use aboniki as a cream. It's not the right cream. It's, oh, man, that thing smell is crazy as well. Like, and don't use Vaseline on your face. It's warm enough. I heard tomorrow is going to be really hot. Is that correct? 30 degrees tomorrow? No rain? No rain? Should we take your word for it? No. Okay. <laughs> it gives chem- <laughs> Dr. Emerson, Aboniki gives chemical burns. <laughs> Rob, yeah. Um, Armstrong, Rob. That there. You know, you know the maddest thing I've ever seen, though? I saw one boy in my school put deep heat on his lips. <laughs> like he didn't have um he didn't have what's that thing? Not Vaseline, what's the other one? Carmex. So he goes, mm, this one will do. And he brought out deep heat and he put it on his lip and he went. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Um I said to him, um, guy, that's gonna burn your lips. He said, No, it makes it kissable. <laughs> deep heat on your lips, mad thing. Oh, uh, we, we've had parents that have destroyed us with deep heat and all those stuff. My, my parents used to swear by that thing, you know. Deep heat. Once you're sniffing, it's over for you. Slap it on your chest. I love you guys. It's over. It's 1240. Have an excellent afternoon. Peace. ELC, I'll see you later.